0: and Papas, Mamas and Papas Mamas and Papas get fit for your kids Hey everyone, welcome to Mamas and Papas get fit for your kids where we make you an invincible parent to run after those kids look after yourself and just become an all round better person for you and those kids Okay, today we are doing a podcast On immunity and nutrition okay and we're gonna be diving in first to so Bill can just sit here and relax okay we're gonna do some shout outs okay because I do like to boast what's been going on in the group and the people that have shared so first of all Dan Clarkson he's getting married in two weeks and today he shared some progression photos in the group where he stripped away some body fat without even doing any exercise he he didn't find the time. The kids were running around he was you know, had a job to do and he basically went with just taking down those calories. That and was eight pounds, actually. Was eight pounds you eight lost. That's a good job. I one, yeah. yeah. But so I was in Starbucks getting a coffee and I did send that video message. So eight pounds good going and a little right. bit more before we get to the wedding. So sure. important day. Lisa Charlesworth she was just following a, a workout program in the gym. She messaged me today. She's added extra weight to her leg press and extra sets. So she's hitting it really hard. And I shouted out your results last week, which was a lot of centimeters down. I'll have to find it and put it in the comments. But I would just like to say you're absolutely killing it and keep up the good work, okay? Keep up the good work, keep following that program. And that movement's gonna bring some really good results. Okay, so we've got Luke Booth. I know it's like you're my favourite, mate, but you know, you just keep bringing me stuff that I need to get together. So he's on week 11 of his ultimate conditioning programme, but he's also starting soon a workout programme to become, is it called a PTSD? Not PTSD, that's post traumatic stress, isn't it? Yeah. What is it when you become a PT in the army? P.S.D.? P.T.O. Something like that, yeah? So we've got to make that workout program for you and get you uh, in tip-top shape ready for that. And then we've got Richard Wignall who finally turned up to the gym again after a holiday, after an isolation, after maybe falling off the wagon a little bit, but it doesn't mean I'm not proud of you, mate. You came in, you hit it hard with me, and uh, well done, mate, okay? But that's enough. That's enough for you guys. We're going to get into this okay we're going to get i'm going to wave at a few people i'll wave at a few people we've got leslie here look leslie's watching she just wants to see you bill (laughs) this has got nothing to do with me she just wants to see you okay so i'm going to do that intro okay so stick around to the end because we're going to be unravelling quite a lot okay so my guest today is bill marley and he is a strength conditioning coach, nutritional therapist, and a master herbalist. That last bit, that master herbalist, makes it sound like he's in some sort of like cloak and he's got a cauldron and he's in a cave and he's just brewing up something. Yeah, is warlock. that all that right? Call him a warlock. Warlock, Is that yeah, right? Yes, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bill's been coach, coaching and mentoring clients for almost twenty years, and. Uh, I've asked him to share his understanding the link between the immune system and nutrition, right? So I know I'm reading that. But basically, I thought to myself the other day, Bill's strengths are my weaknesses. And my strengths are Bill's weaknesses. And you don't mind saying no, that. Like, honestly, we complement each other so well. Some of the stuff Bill says, I literally go, how have you kept that in your hard drive? Like, There's only certain gigabytes in this head of mine, yeah? You seem to have a terabyte of. Like, you know, so I've brought Bill on because I thought it'd be a really good podcast to explain to you guys your immune system, how nutrition benefits it, and and what attacks it and what complements it. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Is that fair to say? Okay. So, without further ado, I'm going to ask Bill, could you explain to us what an immune system is, please, mate? Well... Our immune system essentially is your own inner army inside your body that will fight any
1: outside invaders, bacterias, viruses, parasites, things like that, um, and it takes immediate action. Um, there are loads of little pathways and stages to it, lots of little chemical reactions. I had written them all down for you to read and see, but it's, it's a scientific side of things that you probably don't need that level of detail to understand. What well, you do need to know, there are two types, one is called the innate and one is called the adaptive. Um, yeah, so they're two different
0: types, and they do do two different things, two different processes. Now, I liked it when you, because Bill sent this all to me, and it was like I was back in my PT class, and I was like, oh yeah, the innate and the adaptive, and I was like, oh, let's get this knowledge back in, so I'm actually happy that you sent it to me. So I was like, oh, oh, oh yeah, we've got an immune system. Right, okay, so I'd like you to, um, let's start with the innate immune system. I'd like you to break down exactly for the mums and dads what the innate immune system does for us.
1: Okay, so the innate immune system is basically one that doesn't actually change in its processes very much at all. It's stuff like the mucus in your nose that traps all the pathogens there. Uh, stomach acid that destroys those bacteria, uh, Enzymes in our sweat and tears that create kind of antibacterial compounds. Um, the immune system cells that attack all you know, foreign cells entering the body. That's pretty much what it is. Uh, the cells of the innate immune system, they tend to include the white blood cells, known collectively
0: as phagocytes. Um, you mm. know, there's. That's a big old word. That's a new one for me. <laughs> Say that <it laughs> one again. Say that one again. Phagocytes. Phagocytes. But that's the
1: collective term for the different types of white blood cells. There are there's mast cells and there's dendritic cells, to name a few. I
0: don't want to go into it. I mean, the list is pretty. Vast, so. But just remember, I like, get down to Fallen barrow tomorrow and get you some phagocytes sites, okay? Right? <laughs> Unfortunately, it's <laughs> not something you can buy. <laughs> he's lying. You got to get down there. Phago sites. Go in. Ask. So in
1: that sense, in that sense, the innate immune system, its response is immediate. It's rapid. It's not specialised, but it's just your general. It's like your general shield that you would wear or your armour you'd wear to prevent yourself getting hurt you know, in battle. let's say. And obviously, this is all constant war with.
0: Bacteria is and viruses on your body. We have billions on our bodies every day. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I think that kind of wraps that part of the immune system up, really, doesn't it? Really, do you think? Yeah yeah. 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 yeah? So let's go for the interesting one. I really want to know about the second, the adaptive immune system. This is the one that really interests me, and it's something that's, well, it kind of probably spikes a bit of interest of today's world and what we're going on about today so the adaptive immune system you take it away mate you take it away okay <laughs> well, it, it sounds exactly like it it is it is exactly what it sounds like it adapts it's your immune
1: system that actually learns so you could be attacked by all the diseases and illnesses that we get we get as children you become immune to them later on that's your adaptive immune system doing its job so what happens is these uh, pathogens invade the body your body has an inflammatory response And then after the inflammatory response, you're releasing different types of T cells in order to kill and white cells in order to kill the bacteria, the pathogen. What happens is it's like the lock and key system. So it finds the right lock to kind of stop that bacteria from being active or causing any harm. So basically just encompasses it. So imagine it looks like a load of spikes. The T cell will probably just surround it completely as a bubble, so it can't actually cause any harm. And then when you, you know, you sneeze, you cough, you, you know, you, you, the runny nose, all that sort of stuff. That's it. Just comes out in that.
0: Um, so what I would say, if I was to try and simplify this, and, and you'll correct me if I'm wrong, because yeah. PTs and coaches can be wrong, believe it or not. Your innate immune system is your your first immune system, yeah.
1: It's your general shield. It's not that one starts before the other, it's just physically
0: happens to be the barriers that bacteria and pathogens hit first. So would you say, and obviously, would you say that your adaptive immune system is like your second immune system, that if something's been in there before, it will know and know how to respond? Is, that, is that, That's exactly, is exactly it, what yeah? happens, yes. Yeah. So that's the lock and key system. So
1: once it figures out what lock it's required... Next time that pathogen enters a body, the body knows immediately to create, find that blueprint for that block, mm-hmm. You know, multiply those
0: cells in the millions so that it attacks the foreign body and expels it from, from you. I'm going to throw in a hard one here because I'm just interested. This is in my head. <laughs> Once you've, like, created a response, I don't know if this is the right way to say it, created a response with the innate immune system, how long... Would you say that defense lasts within your body to that particular threat?
1: This is the thing, they work in synergy. So you can't say one starts and the other stops. What happens is you say, it, like I said, it's an inflammatory response. So that is one of the big first things that happens. You have these cells that are called cytokines that create inflammation in the body. So when that information is created, then there's messages to cells in white cells that send these messages around the body going, actually, we can't beat this we need some specialized cells to come and sort this out yeah so what happens is these messenger cells are flying around the body they fly, you know go to the organs like the thalamus which is an organ behind you in your heart your spleen those mm-hmm. kind of things where you actually produce those antibodies what? and those are they call them antigens so when those antigens are then created
0: they go to the site of infection and they do their job they do their goddamn thing yeah. good stuff mate good stuff I was going to ask you a question then, but I've forgotten the exact word you said. I'm I'm sure you cytokines. Said cytokines, yeah. Right, I know it's going to look like. That. I can <laughs> ask. I can ask this. Okay, is that sort of like a, another way of saying like when they say a cyclone storm inside your cell? Has that got anything to do with that? No. Nothing. No. Okay, Cleared that one up, didn't I? Cleared that one up. Okay. I just wanted to say that I knew a long word of a cyclone storm. Okay, but we'll, we'll catch up on that another time, okay? Right, what factors can negatively affect the immune system? That, that's what I want to know.
1: Well, the obvious one is old age. As you get older, your bones produce less stem cells, they, your organs aren't producing the same amount of hormones, the level of iron in your blood tends to drop, the testosterone, the estrogen in your system is diminishing year on year by a specific percentage, and it's measurable effect so that in itself means that you are less capable of producing those cells that are required to fight infection so it's more important for the elderly especially to kind of try and do exercises that boost their growth hormone and kind of eat the right vitamins in order to kind of make
0: sure that they can fight infection easier I'm going to bring this down to a parent level and Bill's going to kind of try and follow me on this one right you're going to try and follow me and um, so I wanted to do this one because Believe it or not, you understand this, people. We hang around with these disease bags that are little kids, okay? They go to school, they mingle, they've got snot hanging out their face. Disgusting things. I had three, okay? I don't know why I did it, but I noticed they were making me sick. Yeah. They were making me sick, and it was was something that had to happen. And I wanted to do this podcast because I want to make it that you parents have the best ammunition, yeah, to be able to... be super parents okay that's what i want i want you to not be scared of those kids bringing on those germs and give yourself the best fighting chance to fight off these things okay yeah yeah okay now what because that's going to be another thing out of this question that i've asked you what affects the immune system and that's going to be one of the major things that that you know affects you as parents it is going to be outside influences of other people so environmental factors basically tiredness that's going to bring you down yeah, yeah. is that going to be a factor yeah. um not eating properly because you've been eating chicken dinosaurs and chips because the kids left them yeah um what other things like parents literally just don't give themselves the fighting chance to actually stay well if they live in this sort of situation of putting themselves last which I want to do a podcast about next week, which is putting yourself at the back of the line and thinking you are doing your best for the kids when really you should put yourself first to be the best version of yourself for those kids. And that's what this group's all about. You know, getting rid of that parent guilt and putting yourself last and realising that you should be putting yourself first because you are that shiny golden cog that runs (coughs) the whole goddamn machine, okay? And it's not, that's not selfish at all. You're not selfish at all. That's actually selfless
1: because you're taking time to invest in yourself, be the happiest version of yourself that you can be, so that when the kids do misbehave a little bit, you're not snapping at them like you normally would because you're at peace. You're all right with where you are, you're happy with your health, and those kind of things. They're important factors, the psychological factors. And so, chronic mental stress is actually another factor that does diminish your immune system massively. Massively. The amount of cortisol that's in your body from stress from work it doesn't have to be emotional stress it can be stress from work it can be okay partnerships or you know single parents trying to get by it's any kind of mental stress like that if it's not effectively managed is going to diminish your
0: immune system and your ability to fight the disease and this should get a few comments like if you're watching now drop down below stress if you're feeling stressed from parenting. and if you're watching it on the replay drop down below stress okay because I know it's a major factor for my parents I know that you put yourself last you multitask you eat the leftovers you get to the end of the night and you've not had anything all day and you decide to just eat all your food at night time these are all things that you know us parents do sometimes so let's move on from this okay we've gone through um, what affects uh, your immune system negatively okay so what can we do through nutrition optimising, like, to, uh, like optimising our immune system or immunity to...
1: Yeah, I know, look, guys, the marketing that's out there for supplements and stuff like that, they always label things like we can boost your immunity, we can do this, we can do that. To be honest with you, boosting your immunity is a myth. Your immune system is only as good as you have trained it to be over your lifetime. However, you can optimise, and that's why he used the terminology optimise. What that means is you can give it all the materials and tools it needs to be the best it can be in its current state. And then you can, obviously as you get sick, you develop more antigens and yeah, your immunity improves. But it's only gonna be as good as it was when you were perfectly healthy as a child, as you've built that up over time. Um, What you can do is sleep well, eat well, eat right. There are many vitamins, and obviously a balanced diet is always uh, key. scientific studies i've read from harvard and other places the bci and i those kind of places they um they all agree that a singular deficiency can cause you to be sick however they don't agree that a singular supplementation is going to fix your immunity because it is far too complex Um, there are so many elements that are required for the production of T-cells, for your immune system to function correctly, for you to just say, okay, I'm just gonna take vitamin C and I'm gonna be fine. Yeah. That's not the case. It, it will help for sure. If you've never had it before and you are deficient in vitamin C, of course it's gonna help. It's gonna have that effect. That is to be expected. However, if you're a fit and healthy person, you generally eat okay, but you're a little bit run down because you've had a bit of extra stress, this and that. Just hitting the vitamin C ain't gonna cut it. So you're gonna to have to find out where you are in regards to your blood work sometimes even if you haven't got time to do that you can look at kind of your symptoms are you lagging in the middle of the day is there like energy lack is there not sleep quality poor those kind of things so you address those things and you can use things like magnesium and zinc magnesium at night zinc is very important for kind of your cell integrity yeah now a lot of viruses and bacteria people all think they're the boogeyman but they don't realize that they don't have any inherent weaponry to break into the cell it's mm. only when your cells deteriorate that the bacteria manages to get in and, and this, then actually use your oh, nucleus.
0: Oh, I'm coming in. And is this what's called a cyclone storm? What well, kind of, Whoa, yeah. <laughs> I knew I knew something. I, knew I was a PT. Hey, there you go. There's my sister there. All right. All right. So, like, you know, we can do many things with nutrition, with sleep, with uh, vitamins, with, you know, all these things. I would like to throw in here. And you're not gonna, you know, there's a um, a DNA test that I get my outgoing clients to do. It's, it's, I don't know if I've ever told you about it. They spit in a tube, send it off, they grow it in a, and they find out about their, it's called a DNA test, but they, they find out what they're not lacking in, but what their body struggles to produce. Well, wow. yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So it gives you the best sort of like a vision of, what you should supplement with for you and not just give you every vitamin. So that's how I base my supplements. But if I'm ever if I'm ever actually confused about the amount I should be taking, I actually always go to Bill. Always go to Bill, Becky. Okay. Okay. I lag at two on the dot every day. Two uh, o'clock, Becky Fuller.
1: Yeah, are you eating a decent breakfast at all? Are you getting anything in in the morning or are you just hitting that cup of coffee and going straight to work? That's, that's one of the key questions I would ask. Mm. The other thing I would ask, say is that if you are lagging in energy, obviously being a parent running around after your kids, most of you will be deficient in the B vitamins, yeah, especially B twelve. I reckon you'd be deficient there. So if you basically get a B complex supplement, um, they take a little while to bed in. I mean, if you're deficient, it's going to take a little while to start feeling normal anyway. I would say. However, wait. Okay. the last person I gave these to, well, I after you know advised to take them, was within the week. Was feeling better, a bit more energised in the day. They weren't snacking and lagging, or just. I, I can
0: speak truth to that because I, I think I had a, a protein shake at one point. It was, stupidly high in vitamin B twelve, and I, yeah. I don't know why it was so high in B twelve, but it it energised me. It energised me. Yeah. It made me feel. And I was malnutritioned at the time. I was hardly eating anything, yeah. but this milkshake I was having to gain a little bit of body weight energize me so b12 very very important yeah i mean
1: it's it's one of the the b vitamins are one of the most key for energy production within the cell the mitochondria and all those kind of things so if you don't have that and you're lacking that your body isn't going to produce the energy it has you can keep on eating your body's just going to store it because it's not got the tools it needs in order to burn it Mm.
0: yeah becky said i can't eat breakfast this is when we get a lot okay. that's
1: not a problem i mean problem. there's people that do intermittent fasting and miss their breakfast completely mm. but what you've got to remember to do is that within the window you can eat so let's say you're
0: branching say what and that's like 12 11 i think they do a two till two Jesus is it Christ, two is yeah. it they, they do different fasting windows. Yeah, no,
1: but what I mean is, what, what would you consider brunch? If you said as a brunch is about 10.30, isn't it? 10.30, 11ish, right. So, yes, yeah, so from that 11, so let's say, to about 8 at night, that's your mm. p- window to eat. Yeah. Get your day's calories in there, and make sure you hit your, your macro imbalances and get those right. The right amount of protein, the right amount of carbs. Don't be scared of carbs. Everyone seems to vilify them for some reason. But to be honest, as a parent running around after kids, if you're not putting those carbs, you are going to be run down as hell. Mm. so as long as you know what your calorie input should be and you don't exceed that you're not going to get fat just mm. balance out your foods in a slightly different way make sure you get that B complex in and I guarantee you're going to feel better in a week
0: yeah living in B12 for you Becky Becky's had her macros set by me because yeah. she's actually a client in the gym um, she put brunch that's fine yeah. um, I would say if anyone this is a little bit off topic but I feel like i need to say it. There is no right or wrong diet, okay? They should all be looked at as tools, okay? So if you can't eat breakfast, you know, like Bill said, there's intermittent fasting, and if you're a busy parent in the morning, you're in a rush, it may be a good tool for you to pick up. But don't look at any diet being better than the other. I mean there's some garbage diets out there. I'm gonna say there is there's some diets to look at and go, I don't even know why you're doing that, okay? Like Slimming well, Weight Watchers, Herbalife, I can say this, it's trash, okay? Any diet that puts you on 800 to 1,200 calories, you should be asking why they're doing this to you. You know, kids are meant to be eating fucking 1,500 calories. Why is an adult eating less than a kid should? So you need to ask those questions. But if you want to base a diet around you and your lifestyle, intermittent fasting there's so many different times but yeah. the, I would
1: I mean if you've already given a client their diet yeah. what I would say to them is this is that okay you're not gonna eat till 11 anyway mm. so whatever your macros and calories are eat yeah. those within that period of time but you need to make sure that the food choices are right so you need to make sure they're nutrient dense so you're not eating kind of extra processed foods, you're not eating we, we can't do- microwave stuff like that I know it's hard to kind of be ready and cook all the time as a parent but if you're cooking for your kids it doesn't mean you have to cook one meal for you one for your kids if you prep prep for everyone so when it actually comes down to meal time all you're doing is kind of just quickly chucking the meat on to cook it fresh and yeah and already prepped and ready to go so that's not a big deal they never really yeah. go that bad so you can do it that way and obviously everyone benefits from that because they're eating the same healthy foods that you are i know it's hard to get those kids to eat the greens and stuff like that but don't put that on their plate give them the chicken that you're eating but at least part of that prep that you've done for yourself that's actually friend to the family too, you know?
0: Well, this is the thing. It is hard to get those kids to eat the greens, but the, you, we've got to remember, and I see this time in time out with clients, because obviously I coach parents. Um, those kids follow their parents once they see them instilling good habits in themselves. Yeah. You know, sure. m- you put your hands up if your kids have seen you sit there and eat a whole Domino's pizza. And then you've noticed that, you know, they've seen you ramming the Domino's pizza into the garlic and herb dip, and you've got to put it in your mouth, and you've (gasps) gone, well, the kids are watching me, I look like a gluttonous beast, right? They're watching you, okay? So if you instill good habits in yourself, I'm not telling you, like, you know, tell them to eat all their broccoli, because that's telling them. But if you show them, if you let them watch and see the habits that are happening... It happens over time, and I've seen it over and over again. All right? Yeah, I've got one more thing, actually, Becky. Um, when you've actually taken your nail varnish off, have a look at your nails. If you're
1: quite pale under there, then you're slightly anemic. So some of that lack of energy could be from a lack of iron in the system. Cheers, bud. So try and have a look at that. I mean, if fingernail, toenail, it doesn't really matter. It should be pink. If it's slightly light pink, light pink, and it's getting kind of the moons on your now is a little white white then you may be slightly anemic i mean you can get blood tests but that's the quickest way to check for yourself mm-hmm. uh you just press it down see how long it takes to come back and if it stays light pink then you definitely need a little bit more iron in the blood steak chicken <laughs> do you know what i mean you're for long as
0: you're not vegetarian but, um, yeah. you know get those no, things in no i asked her if she was vegetarian she nearly <laughs> swore at me you should have seen the look she gave me it was well, something else know. it was it was bad right let's get back on topic me and bill could literally talk for ages and and we do right so next question i want to ask is what about good gut health um let's say it's our second immune system sort of thing you know what's the gut got to do with our defenses and everything right okay so we're not actually a
1: single entity we are made up of billions and i mean billions of bacteria In our gut, especially, and a lot of people, you know, when people talk about their intuition and gut, that's what we're talking about. It's your gut, and it really is. It's amazing. It's an amazing, amazing environment. Follow your gut. Trillions. (laughs) trillions, Follow your gut. (laughs) Trillions of bacteria. (laughs) Trillions of bacteria in there, and they, you know, see, they produce sugars, enzymes. They help with the immune response as well. So, obviously, they anything that comes through on your food, your gut takes care of that business. Yeah. If it comes in from anywhere else, like your mucus, your mucus takes care of it, obviously anywhere else, you know, your saliva, you breathe it out, but when you ingest it, it's your guts down in the, your lower intestine that actually take care of the business there. Um, we tend to kill them like it's going out of fashion. Antibiotics ruin you. Mm-hmm. Anti-inflammatories like ibuprofen ruin you. So... I'm not saying don't take those because there was always a time and place where that's going to be prescribed or you're going to have to take it yeah. stuff like diclofenac even used to get um, prescribed for anti-inflammatory stuff right. it was horrendous for your gut it was really it, it could prolonged use tended to lead to leaky gut and that yeah. sort of stuff. and we don't want that so yeah. the idea that you look after your gut is very important because that's where all your antimicrobial proteins are made yeah. in the gut so you got to eat a loads of different kind of foods in order to do that, and the majority of those tend to be fermented foods. So if you think of anything as pickled
0: or yogurt or kefir or kombucha, stuff like that, it's 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 all there. I've always I've always <laughs> always wanted to ask what fermented mean because it sounds like some go-life vegetables. What exactly? Well, it is fermented. kind of yeah, it is fermented. kind of it is
1: kind of it is pickled to a certain extent. Right. Basically, what it is is, is the, the like the sauerkraut. The cabbage has been allowed to kind of wilt, 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 wilt right, like yeah, in vinegars yeah. and salts and sugars and after a while it decomposes to a point, but because it's got organic matter within it there's loads of healthy bacteria that grow and feed on
0: it and actually become more bioavailable to us when we eat it. So what Bill's saying is stop taking your gherkin out of your McDonald's alright, okay? <laughs> Don't eat say that, okay? <laughs> Your fucking go could I eat McDonald's. But- alright <laughs> so you've put some stuff down here though. what's what's tempeh tempeh is a fermented Japanese uh,
1: ah. it's like a cheese or it's like I've seen, soya I've
0: kind of seen kamichi but i thought yeah. it's a drink uh, tempeh is just the little tiny little things like that yeah I mean what I've been trying to do for my gut is uh, and it probably has nothing to do with it. I just like the taste of it as you see me there on the podcast drinking a ginger shot I did that from my immune system I also did it for um, my digestive system because I, I feel like sometimes my digestive system doesn't keep up with me. I feel quite bloated here and there. Drinking it, what's happened is I can actually hear everything because I had one blocked ear and now I can hear it clicking because it's actually settling down. Yep. It's really weird. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it is. Because it it's anti-inflammatory as well, but now it's just so I like it as a drink. But... That's helped me no end. I mean, you want to touch on ginger? What would ginger do for the gut? It's analgesic, anti-inflammatory, antimicrobial. It's
1: a pretty good all-rounder, along with garlic and things like that. They're really, really good. There you go. They kind of sit on the probiotic side. There you go, which is what we're going to go after. So fermented foods are prebiotic because they've got the bacteria already in them. And then when it goes into your stomach your your bac- bacteria it, it sits in the gut and they're happy they don't fight it they don't try and all, you know argue with it they're just like okay all right, welcome to the family and they grow more so. <laughs> yeah. welcome to the family <laughs> yeah. but okay. probiotic foods are foods you eat that make you produce the bacteria or actually are beneficial for the bacteria
0: you have already okay cool so we've got garlic onions leeks asparagus Jerusalem artichokes. Oh, I actually like artichokes, but I never get to eat it. It's because you don't. Who, who sells artichokes?
1: <laughs> you obviously don't know Waitrose, mate.
0: Oh, oh, there you go. Look at this guy here, eh? Don't tell me they don't kick you out of Waitrose when you walk in. They um, don't let me in. No, they don't let you in. I have seen artichokes in a tin in the. the. the what is it? The fucking Asian section. No, yeah, it's like the, the american bit. Yeah. is it called foreign the foods foreign, foreign foods yeah, um in tesco's and but yeah, it's in a tin i'd rather have a normal artichoke dandelion greens bananas seaweed we had this discussion the other day that bananas are actually part herb part fruit weren't they yep we yeah. found that out the other day which no one ever would really know so let's move we've got anything else to touch on, on that that part the probiotics or anything no i don't believe so i think we're done with that just remember if you have a supplement or anything it's never the, the one
1: fix there's no magic pill no you you need to get but there is a magic combination of things you can do for sure i mean i've lived there i'm over 40 i've lived there for six years i don't have a doctor mm. i've never needed to see a doctor In six years. You can't see see a doctor right now. Other than getting hit with that car a couple of times. Other than
0: that,
1: I've never needed a doctor. But that's not because I'm some superman or super immune or anything like that. I'm not Wolverine. I mean, you should
0: have seen the car.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You need to to eat right, you need to sleep right, and obviously (laughs) get the right vitamin balances for you. So, that DNA test that Ryan mentioned earlier is probably a great idea because actually. When you can understand what the specific profile is for you, Mm. then you're winning. I mean, why use a generalized approach, which might work, when you can use a focused approach that you know is going to work? Yeah, sometimes it might cost you a penny or two more, but you know what? Your health is worth it, and your kids deserve you being the best person you can be. So they deserve you to be happy, they deserve you to not be lethargic. When they want to play with you, they want to talk to you, you're feeling sluggish, and it's a chore for you, it won't feel like that anymore. And they'll recognise that. They'll pick up that off you, and you're going to be so much happier as a
0: unit. Let me put it into perspective, like, Let me first say, like that DNA test. Every person that goes through the Outrun program, and if you don't know what the Outrun program is, it's because you're not meant to, because it's only for my clients that I take on. It's a 12 week program where we get we get you off fad diets. We reprogram you to never do a fad diet again. Because I call it a cycle. And I always say to people... It is a cycle. Each, each cycle you do, you le- lose muscle mass. And with every pound of muscle mass you lose, the next time you go back to slim world, Weight Watchers, you're in a worse place than you was before.
1: The more muscle you have in your body, the higher your metabolism will be. So as
0: soon as you diminish that, your metabolism suffers. Simple as that. Thank you for reinforcing the nail that I keep hitting. Right. <laughs> so these... These DNA tests that I do, I live by these. So I've done one myself, I've done one for my wife. Now let me put this into perspective. I have three boys. I'm 36 going on 37. Not one of my kids can keep up with me. Not one. I supplement with everything that this DNA test has told me to, you know, catch up with. And I've also got the help of my friend here who knows his shit. Okay, A little bit of tweaking here, a little bit of supplementation here, a little bit of exercise, and you can stop age. You can stop that lethargic feeling you're feeling if you just look after yourself that little bit. And it's not hard, is
1: it? Not really. I mean, what I tend to say to my clients is Mm. if you can break in one habit every fortnight, Mm. just one good habit, or take one bad habit out every fortnight, Mm. in a few months, it's second nature. You've done it. Because you, you start adding, so you, week two you've got one habit out. Yeah. Week four you've got two habits out. Mm. You know what I mean? So by the end of it, that first habit you've kicked out, by the time you've got to week six, because you've let, gone that far, once you get past that six week point, that's your sticking point. You'll never want that shit again because your body is
0: Which I, I did my Monday the other day about the seven stages of change. And that's exactly what that is. You have time to eat fall yeah. off. You have but you're creating habits. And Paul, I'm going to give you a little shout out in a minute because we are talking about habits. And I'm proud of you, mate. Where was it going? So, literally, you don't have to change everything straight away. I've had clients come to me that are drinking six cans of Coke a day. Wow. Okay. Mm, yeah. And before he even started coaching with me, um, he stopped drinking cans of Coke for two weeks. He lost... 15 pounds I'd not even touched him not done a thing with him I just told him to change one habit and change his coca-cola to diet coke and I'm not sitting here trying to say you should have aspartame you should have all these sweeteners but that one little change kept him going and made him lose those 15 pounds before he even started coaching that was a habit change yeah so what Bill's saying is, there's such a thing with all or nothing, and I don't know about you, but me, I always say, if you're gonna go for all, you're gonna get nothing, because you're gonna crash and burn. If you try and implement too many things straight away, yeah, it's sure. too much. I think the fastest route to failure is to believe that you can lock it all
1: off in one go, and not have any effect on you, and you'll be fine, you get on, you won't. You'll get to a point where you'll get past it, you'll get past it, week two, you're there, you're feeling all right, you have one crap date, then you have your snack, or you have that chocolate that you shouldn't have, or you have that can of Coke you shouldn't be drinking. Mm. And then after that, you're like, oh, well, I've ruined this week, then I'll, I'll, I'll start again Monday. And yeah. then that becomes a vicious cycle, just continues over and over again. And it's sad to see sometimes, because the people that are doing it, if they'd actually just taken it step by step, rather than trying to do everything at once, would be in a much better position in after six weeks than they are trying to do it all in one go.
0: And that's what that's what having a coach is all about. It's about sometimes people think they've messed up and really they haven't. Yeah. They're on the verge of messing up because they think they've messed up. Does that does that make sense? Yeah, I mean it's a psychological slip. Yeah. It's, it's that what you tell yourself is that that's it, I'm done mm. it now.
1: But if you have an understanding of, yeah, that's that many calories is a fraction of my weekly allowance, yeah. I could probably make it up somewhere.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to do a little shout out for you, Paul, because, um, mate, honestly, like last week, me and Paul couldn't work together, Paul wanted eight o'clock at night, and you don't know, you know I don't work eight o'clock at night, for Christ's sakes, Paul, but Paul went and found a uh, martial arts specialist, um, I don't know where he is, I think his name's Dean, I can't remember his last name, but I did a little shout out for him a little while ago, Paul's lost, was it 20 pounds? It was something like 20 pounds Paul lost in, in a matter of like a month and a half. And, mate, I just want to say I'm really proud of you, man. It was... That's a good go, man. That's pretty it, awesome. It, this is the thing, like, Paul thinks I'm some sort of special coach that, like, he, he, he's like, you, like, not many coaches would go, well done with, like, you know, with that other coach. I'm meant to be licking my paws and going, I can't believe you went there. Coaches nah, don't care special. how you get the results. As long as you get the results, okay, it has to be right for you. I mean, any
1: coach that divides another that's actually doing a good job is just selfish or jealous, really. At the end of the day, if you can't support the other people in your community trying to do something good for people, then you shouldn't really be in the industry, I don't think.
0: Put it this way. Bill's my coach right now. Bill's my coach. Because Bill knows more than me about strength and conditioning. I'm down here with strength and conditioning. Bill's fucking up here. But then you slip our, like, our little, um, skills. Talking on camera. I'm up here. Bill, Bill's down Hello, Yes, he's beautiful. Yes, he's pretty. But he's just nervous on camera. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh. There you go. Right. Let's get back on task. whereas me and you. will just talk. So, we've gone through what we should be taking if we... No, we haven't gone through this, have we? No, we haven't started that. Okay. Cool, oh,
1: cool, cool. The other thing I was going to say is that... When you look at...
0: Um, 22 pounds. <laughs> wicked. That is awesome, it's man. wicked. That is awesome. And that's doing Kung Flu or whatever. Stuff he's doing, as I always do. Still awesome, man. Yeah. I bet he's quite in fitness. He's it. burning 800 yes. calories to 900 calories each session. Yeah, it's awesome. It is, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Matt Carry on.
1: No, I was just going to say that the RDAs on the bottles are based on... Recommended old... daily amounts. Yeah. The recommended daily amount on, on the bottles is based on old data. Yeah. Um, if you're a parent, you're an active person, they do not apply it to you. Mm. You need to know the toxicity levels of the vitamins you take, for sure. Don't ever take more than you need. And more isn't always better. However, there are some that you would need more mm-hmm. of. So if you're physically like training hard, you're doing strength training, poor, especially with your martial arts, that's really hard on the central nervous system. So you probably want to up your vitamin C and vitamin D to keep that um, immune, immune your immunity high because obviously when you train that hard sometimes you have flu like symptoms like a day later. I, the yeah, option, yeah, I, guess...
0: I, I said this to Bill. I said to Bill, I went to Bill and Bill, I got a cold throat here. I've been lifting heavy. Is that right? And he went, Yeah, it's like your central nervous system. And I was like, oh, wow, that's happened a lot. So, yeah. yeah it is. So, <laughs> it feels like you're getting sick, but you're not. It's
1: yeah. Your body just is struggling to recover from the workout that you've just done. So, I tend to supplement, just to give you an idea of what you can have. You know, you get those thousand milligrams of one a day, don't you? You can have about 10,000 vitamin C without it being toxic. Mm. Don't do that because I guarantee by the time you get to 10,000, you will have the runs. That's not a good place for anyone to be. Um, Especially deadlifting, really. Right? <laughs> Hell no! Yeah. Never go into the gym after. Get after that, um, I would sit around the 4,000 lot. If you're six two, probably you know over two hundred pounds, four thousands is about right. For someone my height, I'm about five nine, five ten. Um, more, my take... weight,
0: my weight, I need five hundred. <laughs> so yeah, so
1: for me, it's about three thousand milligrams. So well, I would take one thousand twice a day. Everyone, even the parents running around crazy after people.
0: There you go, Paul. So you've got those milligrams. He's already got that. You, yeah. you know what... You so know. the vitamin
1: D that he's got, the one a day, would probably be about 2,000 IU per tablet. Mm. Probably take two, one in the morning, one at night. Winter, everybody, in winter, those two are key. Vitamin D especially. You know you get that seasonal affective disorder, sad. Yep. Lack of sunshine. That's all it is. Mm. You yep. get the vitamin
0: D, your vitamin D levels go up, that sad takes a walk. Take it away. Yeah. And you so know I'm I'm a weird, happy person in winter. I don't know why, maybe it is of supplementation but Yeah. I love winter. Yeah. That's weird. Or getting up in it being dark and I beat the world. The
1: other thing I would say, Paul, is you're going your sleep quality is gonna be important for your recovery. I'm constantly was that? Oh no, I've got I'm, my kids full time starting talking multi vitamins. Yeah, I'm about to go through basically a baseline of vitamin supplements that most people should be taking. Um yeah. Sorry,
0: Luke, did you mean like, like, multivitamins for your kids? I'm constantly, oh, ill. It's because I put it as, oh, ill. No, I got my kids back full time. Oh, I have to get start taking... Right, okay, mate. So, Luke first? Dad of three, he is. Okay. Uh, he's just become home dad. Very proud of it. He's uh, still getting down to the gym every day and following a program. Okay. Um, he is doing strength days. So he is lifting heavy on two days and then he's doing three conditioning workouts a week. So he's, he's getting a sweat on, but hitting it twice. Okay. Right. Yeah. Luke,
1: for sure. Um, You're definitely going to need high doses of vitamin C. That's without a doubt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because if you're starting to feel like constantly ill, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be your your CNS isn't handling it. Your immune system and your recovery ability is diminished. So Having that many kids, running around after them, whatever you're doing, it is impacting you. You may feel fine. Yeah, I've got the kids to bed. I'm good. Put your feet up and you feel okay. But with the training that you're doing as well, especially with the strength stuff, it rips vitamins and stuff out of your body fast because it Mm. creates a lot of oxidative stress. And what your vitamins and your body stores are doing, they're trying to get rid of those oxidants out of the body. But So that diminishes your stores on a regular basis. And if you're training every day... That's what you're doing, you're stripping that from your body every day, so that needs to go back in and fast. So, you can either get the effervescent ones, the vitamin C's that you get, and you just chuck in a bit of water. I mean, yeah, so you want a thousand milligrams at least twice a day, don't have it all together, it will give you the shits. I'm sorry for the language. no, you no, you
0: parents <laughs> swear more than anyone, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it'll, give you, it'll give you the runs for sure. Um, vitamin D2, both Paul and Luke, I would suggest that you actually have ZMA as well at night that zinc magnesium supplement. I know parents, you're trying to catch the hours you can, especially Mm. with really young children, you're getting like four or five hours max at a stretch, if that. So what you want to do is you want to make sure that your sleep quality is improved. So there's things you can take like
0: 5-HTP, there's ZMA. Always wanted to ask you about 5-HTP because I gave it to a client for anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. And he's had some really good results from it.
1: Yeah, it's a metabolite of tryptophan. Amino acid. So what that does is it kind of it releases serotonin and those kind of good, feel good Mm. hormone endorphins in the brain while you sleep. Yeah. And also improves the depth of your
0: sleep, the quality. You hit REM quicker and stay there longer. That's not the band, that's rapid eye movement. Okay. (laughs) So that's deep sleep. He doesn't go and hit REM, okay. No me. Right, no, sorry, so yeah, we, we, we know that,
1: mate. Uh, Paul, I would check that your vitamin B levels, I would definitely go for vitamin B levels. I'm going to go through a baseline of stuff that I take on a daily basis. Like I said, I'm, I've not seen a doctor in six
0: years, so... um We can definitely get those links together, though. Yeah. Me, me and Bill, I'll put our heads together and... Well, yeah. mainly Bill, he knows the, the good supplements, so...
1: Yeah, I will do, I'll pop that up there for you. Um I would also have a look at the B complex, but like I said, if you're hitting a multivitamin... Mm as your baseline, and then adding these extra stuff in that I'm going to tell you in a bit, you're going to be covered, man, I'll be honest.
0: My, my, my sleep potion's a little bit hippie-ish. I have CBD under my tongue, I have lavender spray, and I have uh, magnesium spray on my shoulders.
1: That's a bit of a random question, but if they like Marmite, that's really
0: high B vitamins. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so, if you like <laughs> Paul, that, that's a real Paul's going Paul's to <laughs> shit on that, because whatever <laughs> a bit of food I say, Paul shits on. If it's avocado, he shits on it.
1: Oh well, yeah it go.
0: tasteless right okay. right we're going to go through this okay because i knew this was going to be a long one because me and bill don't stop talking okay <laughs> love my oh, oh. good stuff mate. okay cool. all right cool um, so what should we be taking if we are working out as wow. a baseline so this is not a sedentary person it's not a person sitting down all day doing nothing this is people that are trying to improve their health through workouts and getting that extra Bounce. And the parents running around after the kids, that's
1: enough of a workout
0: sometimes, you know. Right, do, I, do you know how many calories? Housework bloody. Exactly. Oh, so, yeah, I don't right, so, that's why we avoid it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> So I, I always
1: start with a multivitamin. But the reason I don't stick with just a multivitamin, even the A to Z one, is because they've just whacked everything in there without any consideration of what promotes what what blocks the other elements. So you shouldn't have zinc and calcium together. They, they fight for the receptor. There's other elements within these multivitamins that compete for a receptor in the body. So mm. it's pointless the more we there. However, as a base, your body will take what it needs. Yeah. So if you don't need copper, it's gonna take more of the other element that opposes it. So it uses the same receptor, sorry. So that's your baseline. A baseline of a multivitamin twice a day, once a night, once in the morning. Let me
0: tell you a little story before we move on. Honestly, right. When I first started trading, I I started taking these these vitamins called Animal, Animal. It was a big red tub, oh, mate, big red tub, and it was something like Eleven. 18, <laughs> eight, I don't know what, 11, 18 tablets. And they were, like I, I didn't know whether to swallow them or shove them up my bum, I, like, they were that big, right? And I took oh, yeah. half the tablet. I have never had wee so yellow that I was like, what's going on here? It's only like now, when, you know, I know that I was just urinating vitamins out. It was just coming out of me. It's like, the B vitamins, like, vitamins like, that do that. Right. Like, it's the B vitamins that do that. And the weird thing is,
1: it can either be luminous yellow or green.
0: Oh, oh, That scared. freaks
1: your people out where well, it's green, but yeah. it can be green. So
0: don't be like alarmed. It's natural, <laughs> it's okay. I mean, there's nothing, you're not dying, you're not the idea. These tablets were made for men that were 200 pounds and up, and there was little me at 47kg coming <laughs> <and> in <eating>. in... <laughs> Eating 11 tablets, thinking, I'll oh, get buff on these.
1: They had just so horrible to take. I, no, I've uh, that as a not
0: question. again. It was like 30 quid a tub. It was, it was just literally 30 <laughs> quid, quid at <laughs> the toilet. Uh, you said it. you around, guy. your <laughs> There you go, mate. There you go. Well, now,
1: next most important one, vitamin C. Honestly, can't express how important it is for you guys, um, especially like in the immune response, at the root level of immunity, the way that what vitamin C does it's really important so obviously to make sure that you're recovering properly a thousand at night thousand in the morning
0: mm.
1: if it gets to a point where you're still feeling a little bit sluggish you'll probably get away with another thousand but if you're under 200 pounds stick with around 2000 that's enough if you're over 200 pounds and you're a big tall bloke or, you know, even so mm. you're going to need a little more, four thousand five thousand yeah possibly but then Space it out because it can cause you to be dehydrated and that dehydration will then lead to diarrhoea, which then pulls out more vitamins out of your body and salts out of your body than you then have to replace. Yeah. So rather than do yourself the harm, err on the side of caution, sit with the lower doses for the sub two hundred pound person at around two
0: thousand milligrams, three thousand yeah. milligrams. Oh right, cool. Cool. I have to turn my light back up on my big laptop now. So I think that's what we've um, We've managed to go, and that's like multivitamins. I think it's like literally okay to. Well, we've been answering questions, but if anyone's got any other questions, like honestly, shoot them down below. But obviously, you know, having a varied diet is always going to be top of that list, isn't it? You know, yeah. I mean, a good
1: mix of fruit and veg is always important, but. Again, the reason why we have to supplement now is that the food quality now, from when we were kids, has mm. completely changed. Obviously, the soil has been stripped and diminished of its minerals. And it's not replenishing as well as it used to. So what we used to get out of a single apple now, we probably have to eat about three or four. It's madness, isn't it? It's madness what the So world that's why has we done. have to supplement. So yeah. It's not now, it used to be when I was young, it's like, oh, you're just doing extra. You don't need to do that. You can eat good food. And to be fair, that was relatively accurate then. Mm. For someone to say, now, unless you're living on an organic farm and getting all of your food organically, then you're definitely going to need some sort of supplementation, especially when you're running around, you're doing eight hours of work a day at least, then you've got the kids and you've got other things to be running around and doing the chores of the house.
0: Mm.
1: You are running yourself ragged if you're not giving yourself the tools that you need to keep yourself healthy. So,
0: If you can afford a organic and the actual size of the organic carrots, right? <laughs> <laughs> Joking, Bye. Right? Then go with that. Go with that. Right. If you've got the money to spend out, spend out, yeah? But if you haven't, and you are on a budget, and you are, you know, you've got 15 kids, and you can't afford that, go for the supplements. You know, there's nothing wrong with them, as long as they're decent supplements. And, you know, it will last you two, three months for some bottles. And it's highly beneficial. Have you got any health, Dad? No. Not really. Not. No, no, no. i
1: I would just obviously say zinc. Please, everyone, everyone should zinc. be taking zinc. Yeah. Touch on zinc. That's ZMA. The reason being is it's the most one of the most essential for your kind of cell structure. Mm. So your cell integrity is the most important thing. If you keep your cell integrity, you're not going to get sick. You just can't because if the cell doesn't disintegrate or become damaged in any way, there's no way of the pathogen Cyclone getting in.
0: Cyclone storm. <laughs> 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 there's no way of the pathogen getting in. Okay. Um, so I'd like to add before we actually shoot off I, you know, we have got predominantly ladies in here, we've got a few men in here, Bill is a strength conditioning coach and a very very good one at that you know, he baffles me with some of the stuff he comes out with and some of the stuff I have to get him to repeat but he does, he breaks it down, he explains it to me a lot better and I've learned so much from him. If there is anyone in the group that would like to bring up their strength if there's an area in which you'd like to improve and are worried about that and are really serious because bill only really takes on serious athletes would you agree with that like people that really want to get to that peak performance yeah
1: i will take those who are curious
0: about strength indeed but curious but committed there we go that's a better way of putting it Curious but committed, okay? So we'll have a few ladies in here, a few fellas in here, or could be your husband, could be your wife who has wanted to get into strength training and they've not took that first step. What's what's sending out a message? It's honestly it's not really that hard. There's no forcefulness there. You know, it's not like you're gonna pop into Bill's DMs and all of a sudden money's gonna come out of your bank account. <laughs> it's a conversation. And it is that first step that's highly beneficial to, to make that move and have that conversation. I'm going to link everything of Bill's in this podcast and in the actual guides in the group, so you'll always have a way of finding him. If you can't find him, go for all the other members in the group. He's there. Bill Malley, Malhi. I keep saying Malhee. Yeah, I know. I like yes. Matty. Well, I like Molly. Oh, there you go. I'll do that then, You're bigger than me. Although you have, like, you know, really catered for me with this yeah, height thing. Thank know, you, mate. <laughs> you, you know, we won't get you to get your biceps out. It'd be all right. Okay. Any more questions? Yeah, if you could put that into the next pro. Okay. Yeah, if you could put that into the next program, Nick. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. What was that? I definitely need a chat with you guys to... Sort out all my vitamins and yeah, doses. You can sort out, no good worries. man, good man. You never did, you Never did the DNA test, no. And then Luke's, yeah. If I could put that in, okay, cool, cool. Great podcast tonight. Ah, cool. Thank you, Paul. Um, we're gonna sign off. Probably have a little bit of a chat about my program because I'm only round here to get him to get my program better. Right. <laughs> See you later, people. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Mamas and Papas, Mamas and Papas, Mamas and Papas, get fit for your king. Mamas and Papas, Mamas and Papas, Mamas and Papas get fit for your kids.